Welcome to the podcast, Science of High Paid, High Performing, Happy Engineers. The show to help engineers develop all skills non-technical. My name is Aditya Gute and I'm a speaker and a performance coach for engineers to transform them into rock stars because I believe there's a rock star hiding inside each one of you and it just needs to be brought outside to uncover your full potential as an engineer. All right, guys, welcome to our show. We have Kara. Did I say your name right, Kara? That works. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, we have Kara here. She is an engineer by craft who has taken several leadership roles and was a partner at some of the engineering firms uh, for the past 11 years. And recently she has, she, she has transformed herself into a coach for women, empowering women and businesses uh, as a business coach. Welcome to the show, Kara. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on today. Of course. So, so you know, how, how do you feel? I mean, the situation around the whole thing around the coronavirus is, uh, is uh, drawing a lot of attention. It's uh, stressful to many people. So how do you feel in, this, um, uh, in these times? It's been up and down. Yeah. So I'm in Arizona in the United States and um, we are not fully locked down here, but definitely doing a lot of social distancing and a lot of uh, places are closed. Uh, so a lot of businesses are closed. And, you know, so it's been kind of this unfolding, wow, what's next sort of feeling for the last few weeks. Uh, this is March 24th is when we're recording this. I'm not sure when you're going to play it, but um, it's been amazing how much the world has been changing day by day in the last few weeks. And early on, like a week and a half or so ago, I was, I felt some stress because I was just really looking into that unknown and, and wondering what was going to happen and remembering back to some previous times when we had some really unstable economy and, and other, you know, kind of scary things happening in the world. And and then I, I reached out for some support and I kind of came back to myself and, and started to think about how actually I could be helpful in this time instead of being afraid and, and you know, not, not being able to put myself out there in the world in my best way. So, so since then, I've really been focused on, you know, how can I help? How can I support other people? How can I reach out and just be part of pulling people back into community when they're feeling isolated and that kind of thing. So that's, that's been my approach in the last uh, week and a half or so. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, uh, I am interested about uh, how that shift happened because you were stressed out and then something happened. You were back to your normal self or best self again. So can you tell us a little bit about it so our listeners can also learn something from your experience? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, because I know a lot of people are feeling a lot of fear right now, and I was too. Absolutely. Um, and actually, there's a couple of things. One, I reached out when I was feeling scared. So I reached out to the people that I have community with that support me in my ups and downs of life. 
Um, and I told him what was going on with me and, and I let them witness, you know, my fear and me being, um, just really feeling these intense emotions and, and they were there and they held space for me to have that, you know, that fear and that intensity and just the result of kind of being in that community and, and having people that were there for me really helped me to kind of just come back to myself and, and recenter and, you know, I needed to feel that. I needed to feel what I was feeling right then and for that to be okay. And that was what that, you know, my, my group, my, my connections gave me was the ability to just be with what was there right then and, and be afraid and then come back and realize that I also have lots more to myself and lots more resource and, and things to offer and that I can help and support others in this time. And, and that really helped me to kind of remember who I was in my entirety. And, and that's, that's really important. Yeah, I, I love what you said that is that let's feel what I'm, I'm feeling because many times we tend to fight against the feeling. Why am I feeling this way? I shouldn't be feeling. Um, and as you know, our, our audience are mostly engineers and we like to fight. We like to, you know, we, we don't want to feel what we are feeling. So um, how, I mean, tell me if you, if you, uh, if you want to, uh, if you can expand a little bit about, you know, let, it, let the feelings come out or just talk about feelings. How, how does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would have been really uncomfortable with five or 10 years ago, for sure. And now has become definitely a part of my life and a part of my practice and, and who I am. And I think that that makes me a much healthier, more balanced and able to handle things kind of human being, not to mention engineer and, and coach. Um, because, because I can more, I can be with more what's, what's going on for me. And, and that's a really important skill that we don't learn in most of our cultures. We, we don't learn how to be with our emotions. We don't even really learn how to, how to experience like what our emotions are. And, you know, so even being able to identify like, oh, this is fear, this is panic, you know, this is, some kind of of frustration at the situation like just being able to get into the nuances of like what is it right now you know i a lot of times people will just say like i feel bad you know but they don't really know what does bad feel like you know what is what is that and and so it comes to down to being able to identify not just kind of the nuances of the emotion but also for me part of the practice is to be able to feel it physically and see where that emotion is showing up in my body, which is kind of part of the integral whole of what feeling an emotion is all about. And that really helps to then bring you into the present moment and get you out of that spin cycle in your head that, especially when we're in a time of, you know, pretty heightened fear and emotion can really, you know, can keep you from, from really being with what's going on and, and being able to, be helpful and be of service to others and help to bring other people who are, you know, feeling the same way um, down to themselves as well. So, so it's a little bit of everything, but <laughs> hopefully mm -hmm. that, uh, that gives you at least a flavor of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I agree, just like you said, a couple of years ago, I'm like, I don't know about feelings. It's like getting things done, fight against your feelings, but you know, the more you fight, the more 
it slows you down, the more it hurts you. Um, but but I, I love you what you said, if, if, especially during those these moments. The first thing is we all are fearful and that it is okay to be that way. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be depressed. That I mean, we all experience good and the bad. And once you accept that it, it, and connected with your community, it gave you this um, shift, perspective shift on what can you do uh, and show up as your best self in the world so, to, so you can serve. Uh, your community and give back. Yes, very well uh, summarized. <laughs> awesome. And um, you you have this freebie on your website on how you can uncover your full potential, get back, uh, be your best self. And you have uh, spoke about your story as a belly dancer, which is super fascinating. <laughs> can you tell us your story and what why you do what you do right now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I, as you mentioned at the intro, I was, I am a civil engineer by training. I was one of the owners of an engineering and environmental consulting company uh, up until last year. And I decided a number of years ago to go take a coach training program at the time because I was, I was a you know, pretty, pretty typical engineer, very task focused, not very human focused. Um, even though I was a leader and one of the owners of the company, I hadn't really, it was a small company. So the small companies don't tend to spend a lot of time on management and leadership training. You know, you kind of get in there and you figure it out as you go. And I'd been, I've been with the company for t more than 20 years by the time I left last year. So I'd been with that same firm for most of my career. So it was kind of a self-taught, self-teaching thing that I decided to go take this coach training program. And, and I really just fell in love with that work. Um, it opened up the world to me in a whole different way that I just had no concept of before that and, and really changed the way I saw myself and the way I saw you know, how I functioned in the world. And, and I got to where I really just wanted to bring that work to other people. And, and so I decided last year to go ahead and wrap up my association with that company that I've been with for 20 years and been one of the owners and go out on my own and start a new business. And, um, and of course, now I'm looking at the times and going, wow, that was, you know, maybe not the best timing for a decision to go out on my own and start something new. But, you know, here I am and, and I'm going to do my best to, to make something good of all of this and, and, you know, continue to put myself out in the world to help where I can. So, and, oh, and the belly dancing story that you referred to. So in part of that, uh, part of my storytelling about the kind of the transformation and the shift that I made from, you know, being a typical engineer to kind of being more open hearted and maybe more balanced between my left and right brain was some practices that I went and engaged in while I was in the training program and afterwards, things just to expand my, my mind and, and what I experienced in the world. And one of the things that I went and did was belly dancing. And I wrote a little mini book called How Belly Dancing Ended My Engineering Career to talk about that and also to put some, um, some helpful thoughts out there in the world for people about you know, how they might look at their own lives and, and Actually, interestingly, one of the really relevant exercises in that book is a is an exercise around looking at your systems of support, which I feel is incredibly, incredibly important right now. So that's, um, you know, one of the upshots is 
of my story and my path and that and that you know that chapter of the book is just really understanding who we have to reach out to and and then knowing that it's okay to reach out to people when we need support that was a big 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 part of my learning process through all of this was that i i was a very independent person way back when <laughs> and and i became much more interdependent and connected to other people through this process as well which has been you know thank goodness for that now because i have really good robust support at this time when we really all need good robust support so. love that Ariane. and that's uh that's a fantastic uh, story and um and especially i think it goes back to how your shift happened in this whole coronavirus situation is that you reached out to your community again and that's when the shift happened and uh, what you're suggesting is the same thing reach out for support and it, it totally makes sense especially as engineers we like to work independently um we especially when there is a problem that needs to be solved and we know we don't have the answers we don't want to ask others because we are the smartest people right uh and i i've been that person too so tell us a little more about that because this is such an such an important topic uh is is reaching out to support because when i speak about it many people will be like i don't have any support uh, i can't reach out to anyone um so how were you able to boldly reach out to the reach out for support and create that community well it was honestly quite a process of of going from that place of just being an island unto myself and really feeling like i not that i didn't need anybody but that i couldn't you know couldn't reach out to anybody and that was a number of years ago you know it was a, pro a very purposeful process i think on my part of of starting to build relationship with people you know joining groups um becoming friends you know purposely taking the time even when i thought i was way too busy to spend the time but taking the time to connect with colleagues in the industry you know to to go out to lunch or have a happy hour or connect over coffee um figure out how you know how i could be a better support for them and and ultimately connecting up with some groups of people just for you know for actually the purposes of supporting each other in our own personal development and and kind of our unfolding in this lifetime and when you have then the ability to have those kinds of communities where you actually can be a little more open with each other than we tend to be in our typical western culture it's it's really nice to have that kind of the ability to reach out when you're struggling and say i'm struggling i really could use some support right now which is not something that i think a lot of people feel comfortable doing with a lot of their contacts and i feel like that's also changing over time i feel like there's a lot of especially right now but even in the last few years there's a lot of people that are starting to really model being more vulnerable being more open about how they're feeling about things you know and not just putting on this face of like everything's great everything's okay um but really being truthful about needing support or you know wanting to connect with other people because they're having a hard time and and i would just say like right now is the time to absolutely toss all of that like let's be strong out the window and reach out when you need support because 
we're all going to need it here coming up. We're all going to need to have connection and have people that we can, uh, that we can, you know, just like have on our, at our fingertips and thank goodness for technology right now that, you know, we can continue to stay connected to the people that we do know and reach out and text and, and um, use all of the apps available right now to, you know, to continue to stay connected when we're, a lot of us are isolated in our homes. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, and and you also mentioned you support business women, businesses, and how how can they reach out to you uh, for support? Um, they can absolutely find me on social media on LinkedIn or Facebook, as well as my website. Um, I'm not sure how you do show notes, so can I? I'll just spell that if you don't mind. Um, the Please. website is caradiane.com. It's K-A-R-A-D-I-A-N-E. Dot com. And yeah, I would be happy to connect with anybody that's, that's especially people in business that are, you know, kind of at that place of where do I go from here? Um, this is a time when we're all needing to get a little bit more creative about how we put ourselves out in the world. And I feel like now is not necessarily the time to shrink back or wait and see. Um, but it's also, you know, we want to be conscious of what's going on in the world and figure out how we can, you know, how we can continue to put our businesses out in the world in a way that is sensitive to, you know, what people have going on and is relevant to what people are needing right now. So, um, so yeah, helping, you know, helping people to navigate that is definitely uh, part of what I do. Absolutely. And, and you know, see, uh, the businesses are the bedrock of the economy. And uh, absolutely, we need more coaches like you who are helping these businesses at, at these tough times. And I will be providing the link to your website in the description so they can reach out to you uh, if there are businesses out there which are looking for help. So uh, going back to connecting, and these are the times when connecting with others and having that support community is more important than ever. Um, have you faced, when you were an engineer or, or, um, or, or business leader, have you faced um, challenges in, when you first started on this journey to reach out to people and asking for help? Well, the challenges were probably all internal more than anything. Uh, I think one of the yeah. things that I've found is people really want to help and they want to be connected and they, they want to know what you need. And, and so for me, the biggest barrier was being able to ask, being able to even maybe know what I needed or that I needed support. Um, because again, in our culture, there's a story that being independent and being able to handle everything yourself and you know, being able to take on any problem and solve it, like th there's a big hero <laughs> story about that. And the truth is that we don't have to do that because we have people around us who can help and actually make us better at everything that we do when we rely on them. And that was a really big learning or unlearning for me to, you know, to learn how to connect with the people that were around me and ask for support and trust that I was going to get what I needed when I asked. And um, yeah, and just, you know, put that out there in a way that I could actually get some help and didn't have to take everything on myself. 
Um, I think that's another big story that we have for ourselves that, you know, we're the only ones that can do things. And if we have somebody else do it, you know, maybe it's not going to be done right. And, you know, there's, there's definitely things like that that float around with respect to delegation and um, just being in the workforce. And, and in my mind, it really does come back to, you know, you, you, you can't do it all yourself. And once you start to admit that to yourself and then recognize that, I can ask other people for help and you know they are going to help me and you know i'm actually going to be better off because i i let that shield down a little bit and was a little bit vulnerable about what i needed um, it really actually feels a lot better to function that way <laughs> yeah absolutely i think uh if, if if there's one thing that our audience can get it's it's like being able to overcome those inner challenges because like uh, that that seems to be very important because every time um, someone says, some engineer says, oh, I can't reach out for help. They're pointing out external challenges. Oh, this person doesn't help. Oh, this person, they're not going to talk to me. But it's all an interpretation. It's all inner uh, challenges or, or uh, because everyone wants to look a certain way. They just don't want to admit that I need help, that I'm not the smartest guy on the planet, that I don't know everything. Uh, it, it's hard to admit that. Uh, but, you know, when, once you can be present to the truth that it's okay to not know everything, that's when you can boldly ask for anything that you need help with. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just reflecting what you shared. Uh, so, um, so tell us uh, about... Uh, some of the ways that you helped uh, businesses and, and women empowerment and your role in, in women empowerment? Um, absolutely. So I, in terms of how I work, I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one work with women who are facing some particular challenge and, you know, are stuck in how to overcome that. I also, before the last few weeks, did a fair amount of, of just speaking engagements and, and things like that where I'd get out and, and you know, give some presentations. I'm seeing some of that move to online, which is great. Um, and so I'm always open for you know, being engaging in some conversation or, or giving a webinar or something. I did one last week for some folks with some uh, contacts from other businesses just to talk about our experiences with other um, challenging situations. And, and I'm actually right in the beginning stages of putting together uh, what I'm calling a peer advisory sort of slash group coaching program focused primarily on entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, people who are, are in very small businesses or very early on in businesses just to bring that sense of community. And I think that's even more relevant right now. So, you know, I was kind of in process when, when this all started going down and my intention is to, you know, continue to move that forward and, you know, and really offer that community aspect of we're smarter as a group when it comes to running our businesses than we are trying to do things on our own. And so bringing in a group of business owners, not only to help each other with the technical side of things and, and sort of, you know, who's done what and, you know, how do I go about moving my business online or something like that, but also some of those 
probably even more relevant right now mindset issues around, you know, how do I keep going and, you know, what, how do I face into uncertainty and, and really hang with that when, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. And so I'm actually, you know, very much looking forward to, to launching that and getting that out in the world because I think it's really relevant right now. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. And um, so if you have an advice for people, and it's also anything that you're going to share is also relevant for engineers in their careers because um, coronavirus is an uncertainty. It brings a lot of uncertainty to the entire world. But if you think about it, we all face uncertainties at some point of individually, at some point in our career, when you, like, like you said, Kara, when you um, decided you, you to go out on your own with your business, there is uncertainty in it. And uh, when, whenever an engineer starts a new job at a career, a, a new career at a company, at a new company, there is uncertainty because he, he doesn't know how his boss is going to respond. He doesn't know the growth prospects. So what's your message to people or businesses in this time of uncertainty? Hmm. I think my biggest message would be don't overthink things right now. <laughs> don't overthink things in general, but especially not right now. Figure out the next right step and take that and know that you know, whatever comes next, you're going to have what you need to continue to navigate that. Um, and I think those, that is true most of the time, all of the time, um, but especially right now. I think, you know, we just have to keep moving forward as human beings, as business owners, as engineers, you know, as people in the workforce, do what we can. And especially in this moment, you know, don't expect perfection. Don't beat yourself up if you're not getting everything done that you think you want to get done. You know, this is, these are really rough times to try and be, you know, that, that, that ideal productive kind of like, let's just shoot for good enough right now and, and keep things moving forward. I think that's my, uh, that's probably my biggest overview piece of advice. I, I totally love it. Um, I can also res uh, link, I mean, or drop parallels between your advice and what Tom Hanks said. He also got infected with coronavirus and he said the message he sent out is one step at a time. There's nothing more um, he can do at this point of time than to um, think about the one next step you can take uh, in these times of uncertainty. And again, it, this, is, this also applies to any times because we all face these times of uncertainty. What do you do? just one step at a time. Yeah, yeah. And now is a little bit intensified over some other times of uncertainty, but absolutely that is that is all you can do is is look for the next thing that you can, you know, the next step you can take and just take that step and know that you're going to be able to continue to move forward and 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 ask for help where you need it for sure. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, um you also spoke about, you know, having a balance between left brain and right brain, especially as engineers, we are like very logical. Uh, every time we speak, we're logically, we say things like logically speaking, this doesn't make any sense, right? That's a very common phrase we use. So uh, tell us on your journey about 
trying to balance between uh, your left brain and right brain. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like as human beings, especially as engineers and logically brained human beings, we don't always acknowledge how much we're driven by actually things that we have very little control over and they're not coming from logical parts of our brain. <laughs> so, so I think just in general, acknowledging that we have a lot going on in our brains that are under the surface that we're not aware of, you know, that are, that are moving us forward um, despite our logical kind of approach and, and what we think we're doing. And so, so just, just knowing that that's there actually can be very helpful because you know, you can at least be kind of attuned to like, hey, what's really going on here? And, and, and allowing yourself that little bit of separation between maybe your reaction to something and, um, you know, and, and the action that you take, um, you know, kind of that mindfulness gap of just, you know, taking a moment to, uh, to, to center before you take action. You, you can't stop all of that stuff that's going on under the surface, but you at least can kind of get more in tune with it and more aware of it and, and recognize, you know, we're not as logical as we think we are. Um, so that's probably one, one thing that I would say about that. And then in terms of just balancing the sides of the brain, um, like I mentioned, I was a very, very task oriented, very not a human or person oriented person at all, very intense about life. And one of the things that I found as part of that, that shift and that transformation that I made through, you know, through my coaching and then my ongoing kind of personal development work was finding ways to bring that other stuff online. You know, so finding ways to connect with other people in ways that felt kind of vulnerable and scary, but also helped me to, you know, to work into the, those places that I wasn't really using, um, finding ways to be artistic, be creative, be like, get out there and dance. Like I said, you know, bringing different types of uh -huh. movement and different types of just, you know, different things into life that aren't necessarily for some purpose of being productive, but are part of life, you know, to, to bring in those other pieces of life that, especially when we're really busy, we think we don't have time for, but the reality is we need those things to really keep us balanced. And um, so that was a big part of my learning was figuring out how I could switch off some of my work brain and turn on some of that, you know, play and fun and creativity and, you know, just bring that balance into, into my life. Fantastic. If, if we're doing, we're right now recording uh, audio, but if you're doing video, I would have asked you to do, show some belly dancing moves to our audience. <laughs> <laughs> to bring some creativity into the show. <laughs> yeah, I but, haven't recorded uh, any okay. belly dancing videos yet. I'll be honest about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe now is the time because everyone is online. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I can totally resonate with you. Like, you know, when you said you're very task oriented and I'm curious, like, you know, what gets people into that mode? And it's so hard to get out of the mode. So can you talk us a little, uh, tell us a little bit about what gets people into that mode of being task oriented and not people? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, some of it is probably just our our culture and especially our work culture and then layer on top of that being kind of the engineer brain types of people that um, that you know you and I are. Yes. We're we're trained to be that way. I mean, that's like our entire training and our upbringing is yeah. you know to focus on all of those things to the exclusion of pretty much everything else and and so when we start to look at, well, is that really the whole, the wholeness of who we are and the entirety of who we are and maybe what makes for a healthy human being, it's pretty clear to me looking at how I was that the answer is no, it's absolutely not, not a healthy human being. I mean, I was just way too focused on work and I would certainly have called myself a workaholic at that time. And, and I think what gets people into that is that they don't see any way out and they all they see is like the things that are right in front of them that they need to get done. And it's really hard to see the bigger picture of, of again, like sometimes when you're just drowning in things, you need to ask for help. You need to step outside of it. You need to, you know, do some other things so that you can get some different perspective on it. And if you just stay stuck in that, you know, you, you kind of are in that, again, that, that spin cycle in your mind where, uh, you can't see that there's another possibility or that there's, there are other ways to be, and, you know, that's where it can be really helpful to have somebody else to help you kind of pull yourself out of that and, and start to see that there's more to life than, you know, than just the things that you're focused on. So. Yeah. And I can't help but um, think about your introduction that you shared with us, which is how coaching has really helped you see those different perspectives. So would you say that coaching is one of the biggest moments in your life that you've experienced, um, which helped you see more perspectives than what you have been used to? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, there's no doubt. I, I am a completely different person than I was probably five or 10 years ago. And, <laughs> and I, I attribute that pretty much completely to having gone and done that coach training program and then continued my own personal development on that path. I just didn't know it was possible to look at life a different way. You know, I didn't, I didn't know how to pull myself out of that, you know, what I thought was reality, which was really just my reality, but not, you know, all of reality. And when I started to kind of be able to pull farther away and, and look at things from different perspectives, I recognized there was a whole bunch of different ways I could come at life. Um, that were different than what I was doing. And I just, I couldn't see those without that support, without, you know, somebody else saying like, hey, how about, you know, this? And and some of those things are very subtle shifts and very subtle changes that that you make in life that really do have a long-term impact on how you how you look at things. And the belly dancing was an example of that. You know, the the practices that I was assigned or that I kind of assigned to myself when I was in that program were really meant to change the way I saw the world, but they were, you know, they weren't like huge things. They were just very small changes, but over time, those very small changes and shifts can really create a very big difference in, in how you, you know, how you approach things and how you see the, you know, see the world and how you interact with other people. Um, it definitely takes time though. I mean, it's, it's not something where you can just snap your fingers and be like, I'm a different person. But um, <laughs> with sustained effort <laughs> and getting your feet on the, that path, there absolutely is, you know, you can, you can really learn to look at life differently. 
Love that, love that. And and I can totally resonate with your story because it is also my story. After I took on coach training program, I'm like, this is so great. I want to do the same thing for others, just like you you did. Um, and, and I'm curious, like, you know, uh, what got you to pursue this coach training program? Uh, because obviously before, uh, it seems like that's the biggest thing in your life which shifted your entire perspective and you're uh, helping others uh, businesses and women and, and, and by through coaching. So what got you to make that decision to pursue this program? You know, it was, there was a lot of things that went into that probably. Uh, some of them were that I, I got into some organizations that, that had coaching. And so I was exposed to coaching, received some coaching and, and recognize both its value, but also like, huh, this might be something that I might want to do someday in life. Um, I also, like I mentioned, just recognize that for myself personally, I had, I had a shortcoming. I saw a shortcoming in my ability to interact with other people and to, to be a leader in the organization that I was in. And I saw this as as a possible solution, you know, as a way to round out maybe who I was as a person a little bit more. I mean, I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I did that, but it was going to be quite as intense and life-changing as it was. Um, but, you know, it was all of those things. It was looking at this and thinking, you know, I, I need something like this. And also a curiosity about whether this might be something that I would want to do later in life. Um, so... Yeah, I think those were the main things, but there was a lot, a lot that went into it. I mean, it's, you know, as I look back at the whole story, it was, it was years worth of probably decisions and, and meetings and chance meetings and things that happened in life that all kind of led up to that. So. Yeah, that's, that's really well said. I think, you know, I was asking you before, uh, what put you in this mode, uh, what typically puts people in the mode that, this is the only way that they don't see any other options because they're probably being comfortable that way until it is not comfortable anymore. But once you saw that, all right, there's an effective way I could be communicating. There are opportunities that you saw for yourself um, and you, you took a bad bet on coaching. Maybe this is the path and it led you to whole another world. So love, love that. Um, love that story about you, Kara. So uh, as we are wrapping this up, um, you you mentioned about your uh, peer um, group coaching program for businesses. Uh, can you tell us a little more, more about how uh, the small businesses or any other business can take advantage of, of this program and what they can get out of this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, like I mentioned, I was kind of right in the launch phase of talking to organizations and other people that I've been working with about something like this when, you know, in the last few weeks, kind of everything in the world has, has shifted so much. And, and so it's still a work in progress, but it's probably something that's actually going to be launching here in the next couple of weeks, at least as in kind of a pilot phase. And what I anticipate in terms of the value to people is that it's, you know, especially in this time when things are changing and when there's a lot of uncertainty, coming together as a group and being able to work through issues that are going on, um, help people to focus 
where they can best use their time and their businesses, you know, how they can best message, how they can get out there in the world when they really need to and, you know, be authentic and, and offer what they need, to, you know, what they can offer so that, you know, it's available to people who need it, um, I think is really valuable right now, um, especially. I think it's valuable all the time. I mean, I've been in a number of peer advisory groups over the years and, and have found them incredibly helpful for my, you know, being in business and for, you know, helping other people in their businesses. And, you know, so my intention with this is to create that same kind of container for people to bring their issues and kind of where they are and, and work through those, you know, those business challenges, as well as, like I said, kind of the mindset challenges, because I think right now, and maybe always, but especially right now, the vast majority of what we have to deal with is our own stress and our own fears and how we're showing up in the world and, you know, just working with all of that stuff around um, ourselves and our businesses right now is really important. And so, you know, this will be probably a, a you know, meeting a couple times a month with an online community that would be available for as needed things um, in between. And yeah, I mean, that's the upshot of it. So I'm curious uh, what questions you would have or what questions you think anybody listening might have that would be, that would help clarify that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is, um, I mean, a, a group coaching program like this is needed more than ever right now because of everything that's uh, going on in the world and uh, needing, uh, and, and like you said, coaching can help create new perspectives uh, because everyone ha might will be operating from a place of fear, but businesses can take advantage of, uh, of this, of these times through coaching. Um, and and uh, so how can they how can they uh, enroll in your program? Um, um, right now, the best way to probably get in touch with me is to connect me connect through the website and uh, okay. reach out so I can have a conversation with people about um, about the program and and whether it's a right the right fit for them and um, and or point them in a direction that's you know some other resources. So, but yeah, I would love to hear from people and and have them reach out through my website or set up, you know, there's a way to set up a, um, an introductory call on my website as well. So. Great. And, and any other message, um, uh, any other things that you want to leave the audience with before we depart? Uh, I will talk uh, really briefly. I had a post that I put up on social media yesterday, so I'll summarize that here, which was um, that I believe what we're in right now is a marathon and not a sprint. And so I advise people to take it easy, not get, you know, too lit up too fast here because we've got some time that, you know, we need to just all be kind of moving through this. So take it slow, take it easy, ask for help, you know, anticipate that this is going to be a while and, you know, just don't get too wrapped up in, in worrying about things. Take the next step you can. Love that. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Kara, for the for your time and for sharing your knowledge and wisdom to our community. I'm sure everyone has gotten a great value from our podcast today. Um, so thank you. Thank you, Aditya. I really, really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today. Our pleasure. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Hopefully you learned some 
important nuggets to uncover the rock star from inside of you. If you have any questions, you can reach me on my email at aditya at whoweare.io. It's A-D-I-T-Y-A at whoweare.io.